This is Jeff Scammon of Wild West Radio, and you're listening to the Songs and Stories podcast with Michael Gaither. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories episode number 72. And, and that was Jeff Scallon of Wild West Radio. You heard a few seconds back in the, in the ID there. What we're going to do on this episode, as I talked about last time, is a, a couple of back-to-back episodes of Songs and Stories where I get interviewed, and then I'm going to interview the interviewee and become the interviewer. Um, I think that was grammatically correct. <laughs> anyway, wildwestradio.com is an online station out of Roseville, California, and I sort of discovered them uh, three and a half, four years ago, and turns out it was right about the time they officially went on the air. Gave them my first CD and um, struck up a friendship with Jeff Scammon, who runs this great combination of folk Americana, kind of wacky old country Liked what I did, played my stuff, and um, and because I'm a, also a fellow music fan, we just kind of kept in touch and kept referring each other to different music along the way. Well, back in July, which is, I don't know, six weeks back or so, I was up in the Roseville, kind of east of Sacramento area, doing a, a house concert, a radio appearance on KVMR, and I called Jeff because I had his home number, and I said, you know, I'm going to be up in your neck of the woods staying while I do these shows you ever had anybody play live on your show? And he said, no, but I'd love to. I just don't have the things hooked up yet. And I said, well, I'd love to be a guinea pig. And so basically on Sunday morning, I found his house. It took me a while. And um, just played for a while on the air. And what happened in this in this interview was supposed to be me talking about my music, thanks to Jeff. But then it became just a couple of fellow music geeks talking about Bands we like, songwriters lamenting the loss of record stores, and I thought I'd just play the whole thing here in this podcast. That's going to be episode number 72. In episode number 73, I'm going to interview Jeff and kind of hear his background, how he ended up going from a a folk station in Cupertino and and getting fired, which is, I'll let Jeff tell his story in part two, to uh, doing a not quite legal radio station until the feds literally knocked on his door and nicely asked him to stop. That'll be in part two. And now he's doing wildwestradio.com, which is completely legit. And again, it's a nice mix of folk Americana, old country, and things you normally wouldn't hear on a commercial radio station. So before we just go to the interview, I want to remind you, if you're new to Songs and Stories, that if you go to michaelgather.com, it's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. There are some links to go here with episode number 72, including a link, of course, back to wildwestradio.com. So let's get into it. Here's uh, me and Jeff on the air, and I think we'll segue out of, um, I think, Lightning Bar he was playing before I went on the air with him. So uh, here's me and Jeff Scammon and Wild West Radio. Just wanna drink my Lone Star beer down in the light. 
Uh, good old Commander Cody here on Wild West Radio. Well, friends, as promised, we do have Michael Gaither live in the studio. Sing right a song. on time at 11.30. Right on time. <laughs> Fashionably late. Uh, all the way here from uh, Watsonville, California. Yeah, about four hours south of here. Well, you've been a busy guy this weekend. I packed a, I, I, I packed a lot of stuff in this weekend. We got up here, um, my wife and I got up here in Roseville, down the street from you, on Friday night about midnight. And then we, I drove to Grass Valley, Nevada City, and played on KVMR with Greg Kitchell on Larry Hilbert's show yesterday morning about, I don't know, 9.15. And then went back to Roseville, went to Newcastle for a sound check, went back to Roseville, <laughs> went back for the show last night at the Acoustic Barn with, um, it was with, Greg Kitchell, Dana Hubbard, and Stephen Holstadt, which was a lot of fun. We played uh -huh. till like midnight, and people started leaving, so we figured it was long enough. But it was great. It was like four guys doing in the round, and then now I'm here. That's great. Yeah. We're glad you were able to make the time to stop by. Uh, well, I first, I guess, found out about Michael. How long has it been? It's been over a year for sure. Well, the, the first CD came out about three years ago, and it wasn't too long after that. I think so, I have two really good pals in Sacramento, Tom and Karen Sellers, and I think it was Karen said... There's a station, wildwestradio.com. You should send them your stuff. And I did. And then we just kind of kept in touch. Yeah, it just fit in really nicely. You know, I get a lot and of... I appreciate it, because was, it was my first... I was really just finished my first CD, and just, you know, it was, it was like, you have your, your boxes of a thousand CDs at home, and you're like, okay, i got to send these out into the world, and I hope somebody likes them. Uh, you know, it's really kind of a strange place to be in for a songwriter, to actually have your first thing done, and... You know, so you kind of tenuously sending them out, and you know, you kind of responded to it like a few people did. And I, it was like, it was flattering, and it's like, okay, this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, it wor and it worked out, and we've been in touch ever since. And doing yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's nice. I mean, I, I get a lot of CDs, and I'm always hoping for the best. Right. You know, I generally ask the artist before you send it, at least listen to Wild West Radio for maybe a half an hour or an hour, mm -hmm. see if you think it'll fit. And oftentimes, right. you know, God bless them, you know, for sending me the CD and hoping it'll fit. But you know, when I, I remember putting yours into the, my my car CD player, I'm like, oh man, this is just great. It's like song oh, after song that. after I really song. Appreciate and, that. You know what what. It's very exciting when you do have an artist send you something that's, you know... It doesn't suck? Yeah. It's just really, you know, does fit nice. No, I, re I, w I really appreciated it, because I, I got that from a few folks. And, you know, it, it didn't work out at every station, but I, I figure if I'm going to take the time to put it into an envelope and pay the postage, I wanted to make sure that I, I at least thought that it fit the format of the station I was sending it to, and in this case, it seemed to work. Yeah, yeah. even though, you know, format, I don't know how that really fits this station, but... <laughs> Kind of nutty, but... Well, we were talking earlier when I finally found you. I found your house. I, I wrote the wrong... When I was bouncing around yesterday, I got your voicemail, and I wrote the address down wrong. And earlier... I was actually on time, but I was at your neighbor's house about three blocks down. I don't know what this Filipino woman thought when I got out of the car with a Got Mule t-shirt and a guitar and, and all this stuff. <laughs> I go, this isn't Jeff's house, is it? She goes, no, no, this is not Jeff's house. All right. <laughs> you <laughs> pay me money, now you go. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what was my point? Yeah, it's, I'm much more prepared than it actually appears. Um, what were we talking about? Fitting formats and... Fitting formats and, uh, gosh, you know, I... Oh, the conversation earlier. It's been a long weekend, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, you get me back on um, track, too. But um, we were talking earlier, and I think your station kind of fits... It's kind of a bridge between what K-Pig Radio is doing now, for folks that know about K-Pig, and kind of what K-Fat did which was the previous iteration of K-Pig back in the old days. It's kind of like wacky, off-the-wall country, a lot of risque comedy. But then you also do a lot of, you play people I like, like Keith Greninger, um, Peter Case, kind of like the modern folk kind of songwriters, but a lot of off-the-wall country, too. Uh -huh. 
And it's people, a fun mix. It I like to just call it good music. You it's know? just playlist on the internet. Pretty That's much. basically it. Just yeah. me having a good time. And for those of you that enjoy hearing it, well, bonus. And you know, I'm glad you are listening. And and this is the first time we've ever tried to do live music here in the studio. So you're going to hear it first. Like I said, uh, either going to be a rousing success or a uh, complete disaster. <laughs> I'm hoping for uh, you so, know. So no pressure on me whatsoever. No, no, not all at right, all. Great. But if this does work, you know this. Could open the door to doing a few more of these. Well, you were in the, what surprised me, not really surprised me, I knew about it, but Roseville, Auburn, Sacramento, Grass Valley, there's a lot of independent music support up here. From KVMR, from house concert folks like Kevin O'Dell and the Acoustic Barn. Uh -huh. um, it's just a great place to come play a couple of things, you know? And you're kind of on the route between the Bay Area and Northern California, so I think a lot of people probably roll through here, I would imagine. Well, that's true, and then we've got, of course, uh, the Palms not too far down right, the road. Right, Dave right. brings in a lot of great music as yeah, well, yeah. and you know, him and Kevin, and yeah, and KVMR. Mm -hmm. yeah. And for folks like us that are that are that are playing it, and then I also have a podcast, so I interview songwriters, so I try to promote things that I like well. So I think it's all a big community, you know, and it's nice to find little pockets where you can actually take the stuff and play it too. Yeah, yeah. You know? What do you want to do now? You want well, to try to do something live? Let's try this. I was supposed to start at 11.30, so I thought I'd start with sort of an old gospel song that I like for Sunday morning, and then we'll move on to, like, Mules and Dogs and Big Cars or whatever you want. Well, keep so. in mind, it, it currently is 11.30 somewhere. True. So we're going to do a little reconfigurating here with uh, the microphones. I, I guarantee you, if you were here seeing the studio, you'd be completely underwhelmed. We're here in the Nerve Center, Wild West Radio, <laughs> and, center, and your yeah. wife made you clean the office before I came over, yeah, like my yeah. wife does before I have band practice at my house. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no getting Go around Go clean it. the bathroom. No getting around and Pick it. up your crap. Well, uh, maybe you like tell them a little bit about the song you're going to play, and well, while you're doing like, that, I'll get everything set up. Stick around. Live music coming up uh, real quick here with Michael Gaither. As soon as Jeff moves the microphone two feet away and changes the levels. This is actually just an old gospel song that I think I really heard Iris DeMent do at a live show one time, and I never actually heard it before, and... And um, it just kind of stayed with me, so I kind of found my own take on it. And apparently, because I'm kind of a late bloomer to this Americana thing, it really knows I had a big hit with this. How are we, Jeff? This is called Uncloudy Day. Well, they tell me of a home far beyond the sky tell me of a home far away they tell me of a place my friends have gone oh they tell me an uncloudy day oh the land of cloudless days oh the land of an uncloudy sky they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Oh, they tell me no cloudy day. They tell me of the king, his beauty there. Tell me that mine eyes shall be home. He sits upon the throne that's whiter than snow in a city that's made of gold. Oh, the land of cloudless days. Oh, the land of an unclouded sky. They tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. 
Oh, they tell me no cloudy day. They tell me that he smiles on his children and his smile drives their sorrows away. They tell me that no tears ever come again in that lovely land of unclouded days. Oh, the land of cloudless days. Oh, the land of non-cloudy sky. They tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Oh, they tell me no cloudy day. They tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Oh, they tell me no cloudy day. Jeff's running back and forth across, maybe changing cables oh, and microphones. And... A little bit of operator error. Hey, we're learning as we go. I think... Uh, uh, well, I well, called you this week, and I said, I'd be glad to be your guinea pig. Well, and, and You should be doing this with people that come through town, so here I am. And we're working it out. Uh, I know. I think the guitar level was a little low through the first part of uh, that song. That was more operator error than anything, but I was able to correct it, and I think uh, we're moving onward and upward. It sounded real good here in the studio, I could tell you. We're making Jeff really work for his no pay today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want double. Double okay. pay. Grab an extra beer out of your fridge later, would you? you All right. Want to hear the song or you want to talk? All right, I'll keep playing. So here's the... Um, this is the song I... Jeff and I... Jeff was asking me earlier, do you... Do you get, how do you keep telling the, playing the same songs with the same stories? And I said, I try to change the stories around because even... You know, I play a few times a month, and even I get tired of the same stories. But this 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 song here is a the title track on the first CD, "Spot a Mule and Other Tales," and it it became a video on YouTube. It's got a bunch of hits, and um, songs come from strange places. This one, my wife and I were driving home and saw this Appaloosa hybrid mule standing out in a field. And Cindy, my wife, said, "Write a song about that mule." And most songs are a lot of work, but sometimes they just kind of fall into your lap. And this thing kind of wrote itself and. You know, became a hundred T-shirts. This video on YouTube, and uh, and I've discovered this incredible subculture of mule, donkey, and horse people. You think dog and cat people are wild about their critters? Donkey and, and mule people are way over the edge. God bless them. Spotted mule. Some out on Larkin's farm Standing in the rain They taking horses To raise and drain This odd beast Was just standing in a field I think I know how he feels Spotted mule Down old Doobie Road Dad was a donkey And mama was a roan I passed a negative Spotted mule, 
spotted mule down over the Toby Road. Dad was a donkey and Mama was her own. I pass them every day on my way back home. Wonder if it feels alone. Pegasus rose from the blood of Medusa. Spotted mule's mom was a, a brown Abelusa. A mule doesn't breed, he's one of a kind. If you're a misfit friend, you're a friend of mine. Spotted mule down old Adobe Road. Dad was a donkey and mama was a roan. I pass them every day on my way back home. Wonder if it feels alone. Yeah, he's unique like you and me and everyone I know. Wonder if it feels alone. Wonder if it feels alone. Wonder if it feels alone. out of two microphones you should see jeff like swinging it up to talk and back in front of the guitar and that's it hey yeah i remember when i got that cd that was the the first song i heard you know how are you gonna hear that song and not just love it you know just great and i don't the musicians you. on that that cd too were just that was kind of the guy who did that for me was a guy named jimmy jackson um who's in santa cruz and at the time i had no band i had a bass player and that was kind of it so jimmy just kind of made it gave it a full band sound and made it a bluegrass tune like i wanted so it was all kind of Jimmy Jackson in a home studio, a little bigger than this 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 place here, but not much. You know, he's a great guitar player and just kind of put it all together for me. Hey, that's the same Jimmy Jackson who's involved with the Troubadours. He was. He was their manager for a while, and he was a guitar. Now he's kind of going off and doing different things. But yeah, same guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I've met I've met Anthony McLean kind of kind of sideways through Jimmy too. So. Uh, Another great songwriter, Anthony McLean. I'm a big fan of him. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. We get to hang out. I did a podcast interview with him earlier this year, and we got to hang out a little bit. Uh -huh. That was fun. What's he really like? I mean, I've only seen his stage presence and the act he puts on. I mean, is he, I wonder if he's kind of like that in real life, too. You know, it's like a lot of a lot of people that I, I the thing about doing this, as much as I love writing songs and playing and going out and doing this, I think the, the, real, the real blessing is just the people I've met. And people like Ansi, who he's, he, you can tell from the stage he's very creative. Um, off stage, he doesn't have the hair pompadoured up. Okay. In fact, the first time I saw him at a sound check, I, I, go, I think it's Hansy, but his hair's flat. You know, it's the it's the it's the the persona. But he's 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 basically he's the same, but just toned down a little bit. I mean, he's not, you know, singing hallelujah and doing that. But he's uh -huh. he's very creative and very very down to earth, um, really approachable. You know, and that's pretty genuine in a lot of songs. Some some folks are kind of reserved. He's very open and very into talking about anything you want to talk about. Uh-huh. I, I find that kind of like a common thread among a lot of singer-songwriters in this type of genre. They're mm -hmm. all very approachable, real people, seem very down-to-earth, don't yeah. have this whole built-up image of themselves. They just enjoy what they're doing and seem to appreciate the fact that the listeners enjoy what they're playing. Yeah, I think well, I think for me at least, you know, in, in, in my limited perspective, is I kind of came into this as, as a music fan. I've always been a music junkie. And then I wrote about music for a while, and then, you know, I started playing guitar, and then I'm like, well, 
maybe I could write songs. And that's kind of where... So I've always come to this kind of appreciating musicians, and I think I came into folk and Americana kind of from, like, like the Starbucks Music Festival and the Fat Fry at Cape back in the old... Back a few years back. And I, I like that whole... Speaking, I mean, using the words subculture, but you can approach the musicians and talk about their songs and ask them questions, and I think I always like that. And I think hopefully people that are drawn to that are kind of the same personality types. And I think for me, um, not to deconstruct what I do and get too full of myself, but I like songwriting as sort of a communication tool. Uh huh. And I think that kind of goes with a lot of the people that maybe do this kind of thing. You're trying to communicate an idea, so maybe being approachable and talking about it just kind of goes with it. That's about as deep as I ever get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Songs about big cars and mules, and now he's talking about deconstructing his act. Who is this guy? You know, one other thing about you know enjoying this type of music is, uh, and I feel really fortunate about this. Not, I mean, not only the artist, singer, songwriter is so nice and approachable, but generally they'll play small venues. Right. And I don't, you know, I don't have to go to a huge auditorium to see you mm-hmm. and look at you from binoculars, and right. that's just. Well, my wife and I, we've we've sworn off big venues. Um, one, I mean, there, there's there's two sides of that. You could you could be you could be, say, well, you know, can a singer songwriter play the Sacramento Arena? Well, probably not. But you know, uh-huh. house concerts are wonderful, and the people that go to like a house concert or a small or the Palms, they're going for the music. They're not going to like go to a bar and talk during the show. They're they're going to watch the musicians and 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 kind of like it's a community thing. Right, right. You know, but we've sworn off. I think the last big show we saw, Simon and Garfunkel did a reunion tour a few years ago, and so my wife said we got to go. I'm like, all right. And we, you know, you end up watching the screen. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of people, and I'm like, you know, okay, we saw them, but I could, you know, again, this is kind of trite, but I could stay home and watch the DVD. You don't really get that personal connection. No. I mean, it was a nice show, and the, the highlight of that show was they brought out the Everly Brothers as a surprise guest, and that was the best part of the show. Really? Oh, yeah, right. it was cool. He did a little mini set. But, um, yeah, I think this whole genre of music, you can, you know, you can see people up close in small venues. So, Yeah. That's what I like. I do too. I do too. Yeah, and also I like I, you know as far as this kind of music too. I like story songs. I like narrative, be- hopefully beginning and end. But uh, the running joke is I can't write a love song to save my life. But you know I kind of like writing about stuff that I see in front of me, whether it's like a spotted mule or it's like what's happening to my hometown or you know it's real stuff. Hopefully, yeah. I you think know, that comes like across. That yeah, and even somebody like Anthony McLean who writes these really funny songs. If you listen, I think the thing I like about the trailer park, I like about the trailer park troubadours is Ansi's material. It's not forced funny, you know. Some some funny songs are like it's there, the, the punchlines in the, in the in the song title, but there's like Ansi stuff. It's it's pretty sensitive. I mean, there's, there's they're really happy and there's a lot going on there, but they're funny. I mean, uh-huh. you know, if the trailer ain't level, stuff like that. There's a lot going on there, but they're still funny songs. Yeah. yeah so. Well, so I, you got something else in mind you're thinking about playing? Maybe something off your latest release, yeah, Dog Speed? this is, um, I'm talking about happy, funny songs, so I'll play a, a downer waltz. How's that? Oh, that sounds good. good. All right. So I was, um, this is the first song on the new song, the CD, Dog Speed. And um, let me put my harmonica on. I'm going to take the headphones off and uh, pretend I'm prepared. Jeff will move the microphone. Well, I guess if you got here, you obviously you obviously know about WildWestRadio.com, but my website is MichaelGather.com, and it's a uh, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com, and besides my own stuff, strumming, I'm strumming on this one. Jeff's up in the level. Um, I interview other songwriters, and if you go to the website, there's a uh, 
there's a, a podcast called Songs and Stories, and they're free, downloadable interviews with people like Ansi McLean and Paul Thorne and a lot of people that Jeff plays. So uh, if you listen to those, I'd love to hear what you think about them. So we'll do the opening track on Dog Speed. Jeff, I know, I think, I think you said you got this and played it a few times and put it on Wild West Radio, so. And there it is, on his desk that he had to clean because the wife said so before I came over. <laughs> um, so I live in a farm town called Watsonville, down below Santa Cruz on the, in the Bay Area. And um, like a lot of places up, around Sacramento too, a lot of California, a lot of farmland has been kind of paved over for housing developments. Of course, the economy changed and that's kind of stopped, but this was sort of a... Uh, a worst-case scenario for my hometown. And just so you know, Jeff, I'm playing harmonica on this, so when I play the harmonica, I'll, I'll back away as far from the mic as I can without falling over on this stool okay, here in the nerve that. center of Wild West Radio. I missed my town. I always thought I'd move away, had places to go. Got as far as Love Creek Road Turned around, headed south Down my highway one To the small town where I did go But it's different There are homes where the food used to grow The food's gonna come from I don't know I'm still around but I miss my town Takes an hour of gridlock To get down to me If anyone asks me I don't care for the change It's ironic Cause down at our city hall Seems like nobody's driving at all
one happy song after another. And the mic and the harmonic is stuck. This would be a oh, great no. this would be a great video podcast because where's the camera when you need I know. We're still here. We're still here. Jeff's moving the microphones around and I now have headphones hanging from your hanging from the harmonica holder. Tangled. There we go. Alright. This has been fun. I hope it worked out. You know? Hey, if any folks are actually listening, because you've have you've got like gajillions of listeners, you told me earlier. Oh yeah. Yeah. But and um if you want to email me, Michael, at michaelgither.com and let us know how this worked out, I'll, I'll send you like a free couple of MP3s or something. So That's nice. Yeah, and drop me know. a line down here, too, at wildwestradio.com. Let, let me know what you're thinking about it, how it's sounding. Again, I know we've probably got a few kinks to work out, but... Uh, this, was, this was the beta test. Well, you've had, the, you've had the monitors on. I mean, you probably got a better idea what it's sounding like than me. It's I'm just well, watching the little lights go up and down. It sounded fine on the headphones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing I like about this, again, it's like talking about independent music too is that people like Jeff and this for people like me that are just you know doing music sending it out finding a place to get played is a real blessing because you know um, it, you, you can you can kind of you know you can find independent radio stations and public stations with folk shows and you can actually reach those people you know really reach out to them and say here's what I have I can send you a copy see if you and actually contact those people and if they respond that's great but like the bigger radio stations you it's just it's the way you, just, you can't do it. Yeah, you can't yeah. you know you can't send your CD to like the, the big station in you know in Sacramento and hope because they're they're run by conglomerates. That's the way it is. Uh -huh. So independent stuff like this is you know it helps everybody. It helps us and hopefully people like what Jeff's playing. I do. Even if it wasn't my own stuff, I'd still be listening. <laughs> <laughs> so. What I like about the, about the office here that you cleaned up very nicely. Tell, well, tell, tell your wife you did a really good job. I, I'll, I will. I'll pass um, that along. There's records here on the wall. There's like racks and racks of records and. I kind of miss records sometimes. Yeah, the old chunks of vinyl, you know, the right. things with the grooves. I was telling, um, I think our friend Tom Steller, the one bad thing about this trip up here is I was, I, I, I ended up planning so much stuff, I didn't get to hang out with our friends as much like I usually do. So oh. if Tom and Karen are listening next time, I promise, we'll stay at your place and we'll hang out and, and pick late at night. Um, I was telling somebody that I, you know, being a music junkie and now doing the interviews and doing this, it's like, you know, like you, I've, I've got like, just a stupid amount of CDs. <laughs> so on the new computer, I, I, I thought, okay, I'm going to rip everything. So I ripped everything, and then I, I got everything ripped. It took, it took a couple of months just feeding it into iTunes and um, ran it wirelessly to, like, the stereo. And then I thought, you know, this would all fit on an iPod. So I finally, I finally drank the Kool-Aid, jumped over the cliff, and got an iPod like the rest of the world. And I've got this little four-inch square device that holds everything we have, and it's just... It's overwhelming and kind of, I don't know if it's not, it's, it's a different way of looking at stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, and you look at records and having to like, cause I'm, because I'm really approaching crusty old farthood, you know, getting the, the record out, dusting it off, uh -huh. putting the eraser on the phonograph needle so it wouldn't skip. And I kind of miss that, the whole ritual of like getting the record ready to play it. Now you're just like, I want this song right now. Uh -huh. <laughs> Download and play it right now. Yeah. I remember back in the old days, you know, something I really enjoyed doing on the weekend was hitting the used record stores. Oh, yeah. And, and what I spent a, so much time in those places. And what a feeling it was to find, you know, some little jewel that you've been looking for for, you know, weeks, months, maybe even years. What's even better is stuff you didn't know was out there. So true. This this is a Warren Zevon album I've never heard of. That uh -huh. kind of happened, too. In fact, I think I wrote that. I, I have a blog on my website, too, and I wrote about this, but we have our, our two nieces are like, 17 and 14 now and of course mp3s and i but that's 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 her that's her culture and their generation but um i got them and i brought them down on a friday night 
and met my wife at a place in Santa Cruz for, for dinner. And so I, I made a point of parking behind the logos of the used record store that I go to in Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz. And um, you've been here. You've been to Logos. Many, many times. And so I made a point of parking behind Logos so we'd have to walk through. And we walked in, and the nieces, God bless them, they're from San Jose, they're like, what is this place? It's full of hippies. And, and then I go, hey, look at this. And I walked them past the UCD racks. And they're like, what are all these? They, they, they've never been, I knew it, they'd never been into a UCD store, a record store. And I go, well, who do you like to listen to? And they started looking around. They went, wow, these are cheap. <laughs> yeah, and they started scouring the bins, and I go, "I'll bring it back shopping sometime." Okay, thanks, Uncle Mike. So, at least open it up to them. It's like it's, there's something about just pouring through stuff that you can hold. I mean, CDs, not records, but something about just having that tactile looking, thumbing through the stuff and seeing what's in the new releases bin. I know people like you and I have done it a lot, uh huh. But a lot of people, I guess, haven't. You know, yeah. and it's fun. It sure was a good way to spend a weekend. It wasn't terribly expensive, as you no. mentioned. You could get some. Real great used records for GM or, or like you, a buck or two. Or you get stuff you just don't listen to anymore and you take it in, trade it trade in, it in come yeah, back yeah. and get something new. So, I remember one time my introduction to old farthood was uh, at Rasputin Records in Berkeley. Oh, yeah, yeah. was there one day rifling through the old vinyl LPs and there were these two teenage gals, I guess they were around 17 years old, and they're over in the fo- section with the 45s. Right. And the one girl's looking, she's like, what are these? <sighs> and then the other gal picks it up and looks at it, she goes, Oh, they're little records with big holes in them. I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, I, you I'm know, old. I, I'm, I'm officially a, I'm now just, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> I made a comment that I want to release my next record on 8-track, but I don't think that's going to happen. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to leave you with this one more song, and this guy, I hope this kind of fits what we're talking about. Now, Jeff has to move the microphone again, flawlessly and smoothly, and set the level with his third hand. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me do this too, by the way. Thanks for coming by. I think it's been great. Basically, I nagged you. Can I come play at your house? <laughs> and you said, sure. Yeah. So here's kind of a little personal history. With a lot of Santa Cruz references. And it shows the music junkie in me. This is called Where'd the Time Go? When I turned 17, April 11 looked like Halloween. Gaba gaba, hey hey hey. I wore torn Levi's, leather boots. My buddy John came in a giant mouse suit. Santa Cruz City, seems like yesterday. Where'd the time go? I don't know. I stopped, even track a long time ago. And roll high school blitzkrieg pop slam dance and we never stopped where the time go i don't know oh we storm the coliseum gates day on the green 78 acdc headline that year bon scott singing along way to the top screaming like he'd never stop hard to believe he was gone in a year where the time go I don't know I 
I stopped keeping track a long time ago. Singing along with your favorite band, holding up a lighter till it burned your hands. Where the time go? I don't know. When Lennon died in '80, we all cried. Went to the sash now that Tuesday night. They showed let it be, and we sang along. Man, the people who've come and gone, where the time go? I don't know. Now driving to work a few years ago, I heard Warren Zevon on the radio, and I knew we lost him. Nobody had to say a word. He sang, keep me in your heart for a while I started to cry And I just smiled, I could map my life By the songs I've heard Where the time go I don't know I stopped keeping track a long time ago Oh, you make a mark Sing a song Time just keeps ticking on Where the time go I don't know where the time go? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, sir. Thank it's been you. fun. So once again, me, Jeff Scammon, and WildWestRadio.com. In the first live performance on his radio show, I was happy to be his first. Uh, one quick note there about what we heard. I played um, Uncloudy Day, an old gospel song that I'm going to record someday. We heard Spotted Mule off my first CD, Spotted Mule and Other Tales. And off the new one, Dog Speed, we heard... I Miss My Town and Where the Time Go. And if you want to see the video for Spot a Mule, that's on my video page, michaelgather.com. Uh, click on video, slash video. And a couple of things I recorded up at the Acoustic Barn that same weekend. Um, I recorded um, Where the Time Go and talked about that a little bit. I also recorded a new song about Facebook called Unsuper Pokeable, the Facebook song talked about that so if you go to my video page um there's some, some things i recorded at the uh, the acoustic barn that same weekend so uh that was jeff scammon and one quick word about people like jeff and kevin odell who run the acoustic barn in newcastle you know independent radio stations and, and house concert presenters and all these under the radar kind of places you can hear and find out about independent music are really kind of the only place you're going to hear and find out about independent music so just a big thanks to all those kind of people out there and thank you for listening to this podcast and hopefully learning a little bit about what I'm trying to do and some of the people that I like as well so um, we're not done yet this is part one this is episode 72 this is where Jeff interviews me now we're going to go um, into Jeff's living room which is kind of a switch from what I usually do and I'm going to talk to Jeff and find out what his radio background is. It's pretty interesting. You'll find out again how um, he basically ran a pirate radio station for years until the feds nicely and literally knocked on his door and said, you really don't want to be doing this. 
So that's an episode 73 coming up next. Um, if you're in iTunes, it'll be up in about a week. If you're on my website, michaelgaither.com, uh, just click on the link for episode 73. And if you're back in Baltimore listening on Grateful Dread Radio, it'll be up next Friday evening. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments about this particular episode of Songs and Stories, send me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com. Thanks for listening. Take care.